Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to you for the week of April 6, 2018. I'm your host, Ken. With me, we have Luna. Hello, everyone. And Gray. Unfortunately, it's dead. It's completely dead. My computer is long gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. This is uh, version 2.0, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, more like 5.0, considering the upgrade I did. But yes, yes. I, I still feel bad of what happened last week, but nothing I can do other than buy a new hard drive. Nothing. I just bought a new computer instead. So. But yeah. Besides that, how have you been, Luna? Busy. Busy. The, the, nothing much happening here, so... Can't think of anything. Just excited for a lot of the news we got for everyone. Oh, yeah. We have two weeks worth of news. We got some good news. We have some excellent so I'm news. I'm excited for that. But I, I, am more excited. <laughs> I am more excited about something that's happening tomorrow. And that, that is the return of My Hero Academia. Yes! Listen, 24 Ooh, hours. Let me know so. what you think of that ending theme because I love the artist who does the ending theme. I, 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 will I love you Miwa. Know. I, I won't be able to see it till Sunday, but I, I, I will let you know. And Persona 5. Voted uh, by American voters because uh, Fumitsu did a poll. Persona 5 was the number one voted. Um, game yes oh that's crazy like yes persona 5 uh, persona 5's yeah the animation is starting tomorrow also i believe uh, either yeah, tomorrow or tonight to, i'm gonna have to check that out because i'm really excited i like the persona 4 animation a lot i've never seen the th but, uh, <laughs> but still bless you oh, bless you thank you you might hear me doing that and a little later, that. too. But, what have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray. Uh, well, I've it's been a crazy week for me. I have not had much of a chance to listen to anything. I'm still mostly listening to Little Glee Monster and um, Kea Kizaka 46. I'm still listening to their um, Crack the Glass um uh, single, and I felt like a dunce uh, because I, I looked up like the uh, the lyrics because if you buy it on the, the iPhone, it has a function now where you can see the lyrics. And there's you know the part of the song where they say "rock you." I yeah. I always thought they said "crack you," like you're cracking glass. <laughs> and so when I looked that looked that up, I was like, oh, uh, I feel like an idiot. But I felt like a bigger dunce walking out of um, Ready Player One, so. But that's a different story for a different podcast. Yeah. I I will say I I was not able to recognize something that my 14 year old self, not 14, 16 year old self would probably beat the ever loving crap out of me for not recognizing it. I was like, oh mm. uh, yeah, Connie does bike. Did not recognize it whatsoever. And um, I, I didn't either. 
I, I, I didn't figure it out until one of the characters is like, I love Akira. And I'm like, oh, man, I about screamed. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same. Same. Um, other than that, I've only got to listen to like a couple of the singles for this week. It's been a while since I've really listened to any albums, but uh, the the singles this week uh, are a lot of repeats, old old favorites. So yes, it's nice to see some coming back into rotation. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but that's that's about and it with- for me. And with you, Luna? Um, so I finally switched it up from Daichi. I got some new CDs in the mail. So not new, new, but, you know, like, used Japanese CDs. But I've been listening to Mao Denda. And I got her Eternal Kisses album. And it came out, oh my god, like, mid-2000s. It's really good. Matinda has an amazing voice. Um, she just recently released a best album, which I have not been able to purchase yet. And I started listening to all her old albums. Her I Am album is really good. And so I was listening to a lot of her this week. I was also listening to Tay T. So. I think that's the the Girls' Generation subunit of Taehyun, Tiffany, and Sohyun. I bought their second mini album, Holler, which is amazing. Really, really good. And I was listening to that for a little bit. And I was also listening to Kotobuki Minako, who is, does mean, she is part of the the group Sphere, who's a Japanese girl group who does mainly anime music. They're known for K-On! They did a lot of theme songs for that. But I really love Kotobuki Minako, and her first album is so good. Great album. Um, and I was listening, to, I listened to all the, most of the new singles off the Oricon, because I love Mushiki no Iro. Such a good song. Um, but that's pretty much it for me this week. I haven't gotten to listen to as much as I wanted. How about you, Ken? Uh, I bought the Sagana Action uh, album, the Stuff album. And been mostly listening through that. Um, I also bought a couple of um, Asian Kung Fu Generation albums also. The ones that were missing. I was missing the re-recorded of uh, Sophia. Um, the one that came out about two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, and like then, I had the original, yeah, and yeah. that was a really good album. So I, I'm interested to hear Same. the re-record. Yeah, the re-record is actually really good. They they did certain re-recording on tracks and solos. So, for example, there is a new solo for rewrite. There is a new solo for um, Kimi no Machimade and Riri, mostly because of a race they had to re-record the song. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounded my so much songs. like the original. I I never noticed that that that, that was a re-record. Well, it is pretty much the original one, but they wanted to bank on the fact that the anime did really well. I can understand. I mean, it's a good show. 
Yeah, and I think they did do that song for the movie that came out shortly after. What not movie? Too sure. It wasn't a race live action movie. It's not really oh, good. Oh, I know. Mostly, I haven't seen a race, but I know what you're talking about now. Mostly because the movie was in production right before the manga ended. Oh. So, so there were certain things that um, wasn't nailed down conceptually compared to the anime. So. I got. Well, you. I will say the anime does not have the best of endings. But New, uh, the, New Year's Day, the, that, uh, that's what I did was I, yeah. I woke up and I watched, I started with episode one and by 11 o'clock I had finished the uh, the whole series. New Year's Day 2018. Oh, wow. what, it, what is really funny is, so one of my coworkers is from the same region as where Erase takes place, the, the childhood part. So, my coworker said "stucke," and I was like, "Oh my goodness, I know what that's from." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, "Stucke" is like a regional slang for "bye." <laughs> that that's hilarious. But yeah, with that, let's continue on with the news. So I've been holding this one in for quite a while, mostly because uh. Uh, we weren't able to record last week, so we Sorry have a about couple that. of auto news. No, that's not your fault, man. <laughs> uh, the, first the, the registry of my computer I mean, died. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't read anything anymore. Apparently not. Yeah. But uh, let me continue with this. Uh, Yumi Hanasaki has announced a collaboration with European streetwear Defend Paris an anti-war messaging clothing brand and to my collection this is the first time that the that brand is collaborating with a celebrity from asia and the goal of this collaboration is to send message of hope for the lgbt community in japan saying you know that is okay to you know stand out and you know accept who you are kind of thing Mm -hmm. I am super happy about this news. Uh, Ayumi has been a huge advocate for this for years. And I I mean, this is a great way to bring, you know, notice to, you know, oh, to help the community in Tokyo. So I, I'm looking forward to this. And I saw a lot of the promos for all the shirts and everything. She'll be selling them at her 20th anniversary concert this year all over Japan. Mm-hmm. So I'm super excited about that. I think that is really, really awesome that she's doing this and bringing awareness. So, and I, I love her in general as a person, and I love her music. I feel like she does a lot of great things to help people. So, I I also agree with you guys. I think it's good, uh, uh, it's a good opportunity to help the community. Uh, it's always awful when you see stuff like. Uh, discrimination and stuff like that. So hopefully some awareness will help fix a few things and hopefully this help make the world a slightly better place. Um, I'm not over familiar with her work. I know she did one song for Inuyasha and it's nowhere near my favorite song, so I'm I'm not familiar right. with her work, but you know. 
more power to her. We'll have to get you familiar with it, but she has a huge discography. Um, it it take it's bigger than Kodakumi's, I think, especially with the amount of her Eurobeat remix albums and. Yeah. Yeah, there's version. a lot. I <laughs> yes, I literally have almost every single album besides fan club editions, and it, it's a lot. Like she takes up way more on my shelf code computers because of the big this guy could be. She also has German releases too, which I don't have. <laughs> but yeah, she she's you know it's great seeing her do this. She she's always helped try to help a lot of people. So I yeah. think it's a great opportunity. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm very happy for that. And actually, um, a lot of the designs are very, very nice. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind wear, buying it and actually wearing it. A lot oh, of them I, I want one. Fen Tokyo and stuff. And okay, I'm kind of impartial for having those kinds of shirts. Yeah, I really want one of the shirts. I saw a lot of them. Like these are really nice, and they, I, I think it would be really neat to wear. So, yeah. And with that, continuing on to some of the news, our NHK World will start to change its name to NHK World Japan, and NHK has selected our number one man, apparently. Yes, <laughs> Daichi Miura to star in this campaign. And this oh. campaign will consist of posters and videos displaying all around Tokyo about about the new change. And NHK found that Daichi to be the perfect fit for this campaign due to his international level of talent. I'm telling you, he's going places. I'm telling you, like, if Sai can get popular in America because of Gangnam Style. Daichi Miura can get popular in America. I believe. I believe. It's the if right If they time. promote him correctly, if they promote him correctly, yes. Well, I'm hoping the they do. He should go for it, though. With um, NHK World, because that, that, that app is free. It's You can watch it whenever you want. And if I've they just start producing more of that, of his music, more than what Jay Mello, which is their main version of J-pop introduction for the world is to everyone, I think that the Deitch will actually do very well. Yeah, I think so too. And so this is all going to be happening before the Olympics too in Tokyo, so... Uh, this name change anyway in this campaign so i think it would be good for daichi to at least get some a lot of international exposure and if they can have him in the olympics in opening ceremony at least one of the songs i I can hear excite being played now as they light the uh the big torch fire pit whatever it is they light the thing that goes on fire i can just hear excite playing in the stadium as the last runner comes in with the torch and lights it. It, it, it'd be interesting. I love Anchor. Anchor would be such a good song to put in there somewhere too. Oh yes. Yes. Anchor would be dope too. 
See, I wanna, I wanna see what they are doing. I think they have uh, Olympic mascots already. Well, yeah, isn't Pikachu an Olympic mascot? Yeah, one of them is Pikachu, I think. Um, da, da, da. Kaneda should be one. <laughs> but I think Pikachu, I think Doraemon is one of them, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So, but it'd be interesting. Like, I want to see them have a, a use a common writer. <laughs> With that, continuing on to some other new news with Daichi Mura announcing a new album called Kyutai or Globe or Sphere. I think it literally will translate to Globe. Uh, it just announced, like I want to say, a couple of days ago, and it yeah. will be released on June 27th of this year. And you can go pre-order that right now, if I'm remembering correctly. Yep. Yes. Yep, it's for pre-order on CD Japan right now. I have a feeling, I haven't checked Asia, but if they don't have it up, they will soon. So yeah. it's up for pre-order. If you, I would get your copy fast because his record label has been very picky once it's released. Some of them will not ship to the U.S. afterward. Just for uh, a warning, I've learned that the hard way. And just a heads up, uh, CD Japan has an app for iPhones. So if you are interested, you can download the app. Yep, for iPhones, Androids, and you get 300 points if you order on the app. And the points can be used to take off like dollars from your purchase. It's a great way, especially if you spend on there a lot, you can get a good amount of points and save money, which is what I do. So I'm definitely going to be pre-ordering this album soon. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this, actually. I want to hear some new stuff, mm -hmm. and I I wonder I wonder if uh, if that that'll probably reach number one again. In the order. I think it will. I hope it does. I think it will. But yeah, continuing on to some more release news with Crystal K. And uh, Luna, I think you can better explain who Crystal K is, right? Okay. Uh, I So Crystal K is a multilingual singer. She is, she's mixed, so she's half African-American and half Korean, but she was raised in Japan. She speaks both you know, fluent in Japanese and English. She's done a lot of collaborations with singers such as Boa, Emplo, um, DJ Kiri. I think she uh, she, I'm trying to. She knows like a lot of the other celebrities, but she's her music fantastic. So she's an R&B type singer. Um, she did release one international album, which is really good. She's also done a lot of anime theme songs. She did the ending theme to Full Metal Alchemist, is one of the big ones she did, and she also did a theme song for a Pokemon movie too. But so the news is she hasn't done an album and it's been two and a half years since her last album came out. So she's finally releasing a new album. She's two previous singles for it. 
I am very, very excited about this because whenever she does an album, it is phenomenal. And she doesn't release too, too much, you know, not too frequently. So whenever it drops, it's worth getting. Um, her voice, I'm, I don't, Ken, how would you describe her music? I guess I'm trying to think of like what she would relate to. I, I would, I guess I'd put her with, I don't know. She's like a, I couldn't really say what I'd put her with. She mostly does R&B, if I remember correctly. Yeah, just mainly um, R&B, but I didn't know if there were any artists, you know. Like, well, like, my American artists are only a handful, so. Like, I know, that's I why, same with me, I that's why I can't, that's what I'm trying to think of, you know, any other ones. But I would say check her out. Um, she's, her, most of her stuff is available on YouTube. She's under Universal, if I'm correct. Yeah. So you can, you can watch her stuff very easily. So this is exciting. I, I loved her song Sakura, which is a single for this one, and Loving You. I'm very excited to see all the new songs that will be on there, too. Yeah, um, I'm actually, um, one of my favorite songs by her is actually her collab with Enflow. It's called Rewind. Yep, um, yep. Oh, one that one and Boyfriend Part 2 is my other favorite one. Or is it oh, Boyfriend yeah. Part 2? Yes. It's Boyfriend Part 2. Yep. I love that song. And Hard to Say is a really good one, too. So she has some great songs. And whenever she does anything with Enflow, it is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm actually so. excited about this album now. Yeah. <laughs> now that you kind of reminded me about uh, about Crystal K. I, I did. I, I think I have one of her albums like a long time ago digitally, but I'm not. Oh, I have them. I own them all. I I bought a lot of her albums when I was in Japan, and I own several before that. But my I completed my discography of all her albums when I was in Japan. So I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> and I guess uh, with that, you want to continue on for our last piece of news? Oh, me? Yes, the E Girls <laughs> yeah. album. Okay, so the last piece of news is E-Girls is releasing a new album. It's called EG11. That comes out May 23rd. If I'm correct, this has three different editions. Uh, it is up for pre-order already in CD Japan. So I'm, I love Pain Pain. So I'm actually looking forward to this album. A lot of their singles leading up to this, Love Queen is also really good. I'm thinking about wait, wait, pre-ordering wait. this. Huh? Wait, wait, Pain Pain is in this? <laughs> I think uh, it is, isn't it? Which which, which one which one is in this? I, I kind of want to see this now. Sorry for the interruption there, but... <laughs> I really think Pain Pain's in this, because that was single leading up to it. You didn't like Pain Pain, did you? Yeah, I didn't like it, that's why. <laughs> I liked it, but I love Love Queen. Love Queen was, oh my god, that song fantastic. I don't remember Pain Pain. I think I listened to it. It was the I think I think I think it was the the number like it was like the number three back back then. Hold on. I think. Ah, okay, yeah, I love Queens on here. It's it's a two disc set. It's set so. 
Uh, Ooh, they have the YMCA song also. (laughs) I'm really thinking about pre-ordering this. Mm -hmm. I have so many pre-orders right now that I'm a little uh, worried. So as my my girl Karen is in it, that's all that matters. And she is. Oh, man. (sighs) Oh, it's expensive. Yeah, I would think. Like, I think the best of set includes like it's a four disc thing where it has yeah, two so Blu-rays. it has two CDs. Yep, <laughs> two CDs and two Blu-rays for if you want the complete edition. They also have a DVD version. It comes with a hundred-page photo book. Cool. You know what? That photo book might sell me. I, I love my photo, photo book. I think that photo book might sell me as long as I can get yep. pictures of. Uh, Karen. <laughs> so pain pain isn't it love queen yeah. ymca um, showtime uh the kitakaze totayo actually that's probably my favorite song on this album <laughs> i really like that song uh and then aishiteri yu to yu yokata um it was one of their slower um ballad songs but i didn't mind it but and kitakaze totayo man I love that song. They have the music video for the YMCA one, too. They do. I was looking at that. It has a good set list, a really good set list. I, I'm i kind of wondering what kind of packaging it'll come in since it comes with a photo book. I wonder if it's going to be like a really big packaging like Dream Imes was. So I'm very curious to see this. <laughs> So if you guys are wondering what the price is, it's equivalent to $70 for the Blu-ray edition. $60 for the DVD edition. That's not too bad, honestly. I've seen worse. Oh, I have too. Um, I've seen way worse. I mean, it's not a bad price, to be honest, if you think about it. I mean, it's not cheap either, because Japanese, that's just how Japanese runs their CD business. Yes. this is fairly good, quote-unquote, compared to certain oh. prices that I've seen. Oh, I agree, I agree. So, which isn't too bad. How much is that no, photo book edition? Um, it's with both limited edition, so it's 70. So the photo book comes with this, the two CD and Blu-ray. Mm. I know. Mm. It's like a bonus included in it. It. It's probably a mini photo book, man. Um, that's not too bad. It's it's hundred pages, hundred page photo book. Uh, if it's hardcover, that might be very sold. That's what I want to know. I want to know if it's hardcover or not. My dream, I need one is hardcover. Oh, it's gorgeous. Mm. So I'm curious how this packaging will be if they're going to do a hardcover photo book. I want to see more photos. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, it's only for first press editions, too. <sighs> I know. Oh! Yeah, that's... Uh, that's a, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. It would it'd be very inappropriate. Oh, boy. Uh, I know, the struggle, yeah. right? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I guess uh, let's continue on. We should on. probably continue on. To our Oregon. <laughs> Uh, let's start with the singles, and um, I'll go back from the bottom up. 
So starting off at number 10, it is Kizaki Kaya 46 with Goraso Warare. Once again. Yes, and I like the song. We we discussed it before. So it's hanged in there for about a month. So I'm quite happy. This is probably the last time we'll see it for now. It yeah. could creep up again like all the other 48s and 46 songs. And that's like the main song is not the only good song. Like there's three or four other songs on that that are stellar. That's a, it's a solid um album or not album single. Sorry. It's seven songs on the on the on the special edition ones what what got me confused. Because that's a mini album. It's pretty much a, it's pretty much a mini album. <laughs> yep. But yeah, if you want to hear our first impressions, uh, listen to the March tenth episode. Yeah, of, uh, that sounds right. To you. Yes. Yeah, the March tenth episode, and that's when we first gave our first impressions of it. But yeah, that sold uh, close to thirteen thousand copies, which isn't too bad, honestly. And then continuing up to number nine, once again, SKE48. You know, every time what? it shows up on the thing, I try to watch it, and I didn't get a chance to re-watch it this week, so I, I kind of feel like a bad fan. Yeah. But, I, but I did send you that picture of um, Jonah. Yes, you did. So, I mean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the universe is at balance. The universe is at balance with Mushishiki no Iro. And once again, it's a really good song, so I'm, I'm not really surprised. Mm-hmm. It's it's It made its monthly debut early again. It's, uh, once again, this always pops up at least once a month. And that sold close to 14,700 copies. I'm quite happy. We'll, we'll be... Uh, the universe will be at peace again next month. <laughs> and then going up to number eight, once again, it's Yonezu Kenshi with Lemon. It's still and... pretty good. Yeah. It's hanging in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, like I said, <laughs> I personally did not care for lemon i actually like the b-side better the b-side's <laughs> I, way better I did too. yeah you finally got to listen to it yes yeah, i listened so to it like immediately after the, yeah b-side's way better but the the, the a-side it's not a terrible song but it's i i don't know it's not firing on the right pistons for me so yeah cranberry toe pancake man i'm hungry mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah, that's uh, that's a lovely nineteen thousand copies, going down ever so slightly. But yeah, continuing yeah. on to number seven. Sodedake ikiteiru iminaijan with by Sojo no Fireya, and this is a, I believe this is one of the bigger idol groups. From stand-up records. I really liked this song a lot. Yeah. I, I didn't know who they bad. were. I, like I, I actually <laughs> started watching a lot of their videos after this because I'd never really listened to them before. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I like them. 
I thought they're they interesting. Had, I really like them. I thought they had interesting outfits in the music video. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but uh, it's not a bad song. Uh, it it's not my favorite that we'll talk about later on, but it's it's pretty solid, all things considered. Like it, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not too bad, and it did pretty good sales wise. It did two hundred more than uh, Lemon did, with uh, nineteen thousand four hundred and seventy on the list. But I actually want to hear more of their stuff now. What other songs would you actually recommend, Luna? I'm trying to remember what I all listened to. I just had YouTube on, and I just watched them, like one after the other. I actually followed them on. I followed Stand Up Records too. Uh, um, I see, I see. I, I kind of watched them all in a row, so whatever it gave me, I just started listening to. Hmm. Okay. I, I think mean, um, I'll probably do the same. Then I'll probably look it up and I'll give my report on the twitters. Yeah, that's what I that. did because it was easier for me. I didn't know what to choose from, so I'm like, I'm just gonna get let you know go on their label and just had them kind of all lined up. And did a little playlist that way. So while I was kind of typing some stuff up, I was listening to each song. And I really liked their music. It was something, you know, I've never listened to them before, so. I'd never listened to yeah. them either. And I'd be interested to check out more of their music. But they weren't bad. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah. But yeah. Continuing up to number six. Once again, it's Itsuka Dekiru Kara Kyo Dekiru by Nogizaka46. I almost said Kizaki Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's funny about this, this song? This one also like, makes it, yeah. It, it keeps coming back. Like every two or three months, it'll show back up randomly. And you're like, oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. it charted in February, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think this so. pops up monthly or bi-monthly yep. also. But yeah, if you wanted to hear our initial reactions, I think you can go back in our February episodes. I think it popped up. Either February or January. I think it popped up again in January, too. I, 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 I think we I'm... talked about it in like our first or second episode. I think uh, it October. <laughs> oh, it might have been. But yeah. Once it, that sold very closely. Once again, they, the 19,000s actually did fairly well. <laughs> this one it was very close also with 19,864 copies. But yeah. Continuing on to number five, it, Shokura, da, 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 Shokura Dokuhaku by <laughs> Transfer Girls. <laughs> Tenkoshi. <laughs> No Kansugo. And you know it's funny because the name of the record is in the of the of the the the, the group itself. Mm-hmm. So the I loved this song, but I liked yeah, this was a song I I freaking loved. I listened to it like twice. It's a really good song, but that music video is weird. Cuz they're oh, all Yeah, the music video is weird. I love the song. Yeah, they're all laying down, but it's shot to where they're vertical. And they're in, like, random streets of Japan. I'm like, what? But, yeah, the song's really catchy. The – if you guys want to hear something funny, the Google translation of the the group's name is Schoolgirls Singing Song. 
It's like a choir, <laughs> choir, choir class. Interesting. But yeah, that sold a wonderful twenty-one thousand copies, and it's not too bad. I'm actually excited for number four. <laughs> I couldn't find it's, it uh, before. It's Sarase. Um, it's Inca, that's why it's probably be a little bit more difficult. Yep, I had trouble finding it too. I I, I tried. Um, I wanted to hear it, but uh, it just wasn't happening. Um, Sarase Fuyu no Arashi by Yamuchi Shokai. Oh, I I, I kind of like this singer, and you know I have this soft spot for Inca once in a while, and oh man, this is really good. <laughs> So, but the the A side kind of sold it. I mean, like most of Inca's songs, usually it's the A side will sell everything, not so much the B sides. And it's only three songs too. But I was pretty excited after hearing the preview for it. I was like, oh, I gotta find this and buy this. But yeah, that sold a wonderful twenty four thousand copies. And continuing on to number three. Kore and Ashita Tenki ni Nare by Kobushi Fukutoi. Another wonderful idol idol band. Yeah, <laughs> actually, like, I, I like the second song better than the first, actually. Yes. I like Ashita Tenki yes. Nare. Yeah, the second song is so much. I mean, the first song's really, really good. That second song is stellar, yeah. and the music mm-hmm. video is makes no sense. Like, what's the deal yeah, with the, the, like, <laughs> the straight English dude that's speaking English in the beginning of it? I I don't get it. And then at the end, even though the whole song is translated into English through subtitles, when he's asking them questions. They don't translate the responses back. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but great song. Great song. Stellar song. And that sold a wonderful 29,000 copies. Let's just round it up to 30,000. It was almost there. It, 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 Only it sold, 50 it copies sold, off. It sold at least one in America. Because <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. I was like, yep. Oh, yeah, it was really good. I'm good at that. And continue on to number two. <laughs> oh, boy. Should I say it? Because I know you're, you're kind of. Oh, it's a one. Okay, guys. Number two is the Idolmaster Million Theater Generation 06 Kleeski by Kleeski. Yes, Idolmaster made number two. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the. I'm, the, I'm hoping I'm saying. Oh, or is it maybe you're supposed to say Clear Sky? But there's no R? There's no R. It is C L E E A S K Y. Kleeska. Kleeska. Clear sky. Clear sky. Clear sky. 
clear, clear, clear Scar. <laughs> <laughs> so, the R's are number two, it, yes. So it sold 32,804 copies. Pretty good for Idolmaster. Not good for us. It, it, um, it, it says in uh, Hiragana, for um, anyone that cares, it says Clear Scar. So clear, clear sky. sky. Clear sky. Clear sky, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's for this stupid game. <laughs> but if you look at the album no. art, it clearly says behind the two girls, clear sky. They leave out the R. C L E A S K Y. It's in the album art. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well let's let's move on to number one. I, I'm surprised you didn't mention this, uh Gray, because this, this used to be your your number one. Uh, well Painted Ish. Black's not my favorite uh song that they do. I mean, I like the song, don't get me wrong. Um but it, it's it's not my uh it, it's not my favorite song that they do. I did find the music video very interesting, though. Very, very interesting. Yeah, They're not trying say, to paint these girls as say, little innocent high schoolers at all. Like, yeah. Like, no, these girls are not innocent in any manner. So, but I wanted them to like run me over with their cars. <laughs> well, it's the dudes in the car, so I don't know if you'd want to be ran over by that or not, but. <laughs> it, like, but yeah, yeah it is black. and also for paint it black. Um, also if you are have iTunes paint it black has been available in on iTunes since January so this is just the official release release I, I think it was like a timed exclusive with iTunes uh, that's interesting yeah, I mean, I've had it for a long time. Oh, yeah, I remember you were talking to me about that. But yeah, it sold a wonderful 38,000 copies. I'm pretty happy. Um, Yeah, the music video was pretty funny, so I liked it. It showed... Uh, uh, how is the B-Song? I honestly... Because I didn't get a chance to listen. The B-Song was all right. The B song is totally different compared to Pain the Black Schoolyard. Um so for me, yeah. Um I mean I preferred it I actually prefer Pain of Black compared to Schoolyard. So I'll have to keep that in mind when I was right. around and listening to it. But uh, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad they I'm glad they sold number one. Like I will say that. Like it's not my favorite song that they do, but I am glad it was number one. It's nice to see those girls on top. Mm-hmm. Man, it's uh, it's because uh, Little Glee Monster took over your life, huh? <laughs> Little Glee Monster has 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 been um, a monster. Like it lives up to the name. Like, uh, whew. oh man, I love Little Glee Monster. But yeah, Bish is great too. Like every once in a blue moon, I'll put I'll put Bish back on, especially if I'm in a weird mood. I don't know why, but Bish sings to me when I'm in a weird mood. 
<laughs> I see, I see. But yeah, continuing on, let's go to number 10 in the albums. You can start that off, Gray. Yes. Um, so this is a collection of the ending themes for Darling in the Franks, uh, which is a current anime. Uh, if you are into mecha anime like I am, you're probably watching it. Uh, the name of the group is called Kiss Me. It's spelled two X's and then the word me, but it's pronounced Kiss. Uh, I think they were being clever. I don't know. Um, there's the whole X's and O's, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the group is a compilation of the seiyus, uh of the girls from the show. It's Zero Two, Ichigo, Miku, uh, Kokoro, and Ikuno. If you know those characters, you'll know who I'm talking about. And I can't speak to the quality of it. I've been I've been dying to listen to it all week. But I will tell you the first the first ending is amazing. I I do absolutely love that song. I I just haven't had a chance to listen to the other ones. Um, but if you are a huge fan of the show, Darling in the Franks, or if you're looking for a good mech anime, because there's only one available right now that's currently on that's not old in some manner, I'd definitely recommend it, giving it a shot. It, it's kind of standard in some ways, but it's, it's still really good in its execution. And if you like Gurren Logan, it's done by the same people. So Studio Trigger is... Uh. Is 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 added again, so yeah. And I I will say for me, uh, I like one of the appeals for Mech Show to me is the Mech designs. That's one reason why I I enjoyed Gurren Logan, but I had a hard time getting into it because I don't like the way the Mechs look. I I like the way the Mechs look in Darling in the Franks, so I definitely recommend it by all means. Like can't go wrong. It's a good show. Really good show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy that uh, you at least kind of knew about this because when I was trying to, a little behind the scenes here, when I was trying to translate that, I was like, what in the world am I translating here? <laughs> well, to, to be fair and honest, a little bit more behind the scenes, in the middle of the show, I was looking it up because I... I knew Darling, uh, Darling in the Franks, and the um, it's put up wrong on the uh, Oricron because it's supposed to be it's supposed to be F R A N X X. Um, but uh, I knew it was wrong, and I knew I knew that the band was made up of seiyus from the show, but I couldn't remember like the characters that the, that they were voiced, and I knew it was on the the Wikipedia page. So when I, I went and looked it up on the Wikipedia page, and on the Wikipedia page there's an annotation beside the group name that says pronounced Kiss Me. And that's how I knew that. Uh, but yeah, that sold a wonderful 8,000 copies. 8,400, let's uh, be there. But yeah, continuing on to number nine is Best Hits AKG number two by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Now, this is their second best of albums, same from the years of 2012 to 2018. So, they included a lot of their older songs or newer songs, I guess. I can't say older songs because the older songs was uh, 
the best of AKG1. I'm actually surprised because the number one was more iconic to me than the number two. <laughs> and the number two did include certain tracks from the re-released uh, Sophia album. So, but it did well, and I'm happy that they're on the charts. And no, I they sold it close to 10,000, about 9,800. 9, so I'm very happy about that. I, I will say, like, I'm glad that they, they, they did this too, because I was actually starting to get worried, because Asian Kung Fu Generations, uh, a band like five, six, seven years ago, loved them to death. I haven't really kept up with them, so it's really nice to have this compilation because Asian Kung Fu Generation is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. I was kind of worried that they were disbanded, and I went back and looked at their Wikipedia page, and like the last thing that they have of any note or significance is from 2015. So to see that this has come oh, yeah. out is is really nice. Um, hopefully well, that means mostly back because together. Yeah, mostly because Gotch went on his own to do certain things to kind of experiment with music. Gotch is the um, the lead singer. Gotcha. And they did they did go back to do some things because they're main they're they're really famous for putting other indie bands in the limelight with their Nana Mugen Festival, which is uh, uh where I went. I went to that festival. Kind of plug there. <laughs> oh, nice. I went. I went two weeks right after the scandal episode <laughs> or the scandal concert, so my my wallet did not appreciate it though, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm sure but yeah, but I got to listen to a lot of good bands during the Nanomugen Festival because it introduced me to a lot of other um, indie bands and rock bands that I ended up liking later on, like uh, Good Morning America. <laughs> there is a an actual group called Good Morning America, and it's really good. Uh, Kudunin is also where they made their stride, and Standard um, Straighteners is also really good. And they made their stride from Nanomugen. So I'm actually looking forward to any new stuff that they'll do. And I'm, I wonder if they'll do Nanomugen this year too, because Nanomugen is when they also premiere a new song. But oh. who knows? Hopefully, it'd, it'd be nice to see them come back in a big way. I will say that. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know if that'll happen. I don't know if that's in the cards. But yeah. as like a dream, it would be really dope if they came back in a big way. Yeah, I mean, they've been a huge mainstay for the alternative rock side of the community in Japan. So it'd be kind of sad if they kind of just not say anything. But who knows? But yeah, continuing on to number eight. Once again, my man, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> With the greatest <laughs> show. Still on there. Hey, man, don't underestimate the Jackman. <laughs> I will. No, I he can't because he did a really up. good Les, Les Miserables. I love that one. Man, I love his acting. I love his singing chops. It's so good. <laughs> you know, I I've never seen a Hugh Jackman musical, so I I can't speak to it. 
But the man, yeah, you know, it's surprising. Hat. Yeah, it's very surprising. He could rock a top hat since the 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 magician uh, one. With, the prestige. Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, the, the prestige. prestige. Yeah. Oh no, that 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 is a stellar movie. I love that movie. Yeah. But yeah, once again, Greatest Showman. Top top the charts at number eight, selling ten thousand copies. Quite happy. This is probably maybe the last time we'll see it. Unfortunately, either this week or next week will probably be the last week. Because it did stay at number three for the longest time. It had a good run. Mm-hmm. It had a very good run. I want to say for about a month or so, month close to a month and a yeah. half. But yeah, continuing on to number seven. Uh, I think it is Pop Team Epic. Is how you pronounce that? Yeah, I know. All time best. Pop, I think I know, so. Yeah, Pop Team Epic is the is the name of the show. So yeah, Pop Team Epic, all time best. Yeah. Name of a very popular anime that blew up the internet. Yes, if um if I am fairly uh, correct on saying this this is very popular on Ni channel and 4chan for the most part yeah I, yeah. I, I don't really keep up with this show but I do see it all over Ni channel and on uh, 4chan occasionally it, it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to avoid um, just because it's found such a huge following because of a lot of the people that are watching the show grew up at the same time like a lot of the pop culture references they're making with the show happens so there's a huge nostalgia trip for a lot of people and it it, it is really absurd to the point where i i find it annoying like i'm gonna be that guy i hate to say it but like i watched the first episode i couldn't get into it but I'm glad it's found its following and that there's people that love it because it has a huge following. And but yeah, I mean, it sold very well too. <laughs> well, I I wonder how long each of the tracks are because it has over 100 tracks. Oh yeah. So, it's a long album. Mhm. I'm curious. I'm very curious about D- that. Disc one has 78 tracks on it. I noticed that. I was like, "Holy cow!" It. I'm very interested in the length of the tracks too. So, like, what they're all composed of. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm very interested about that. But yeah, it sold a wonderful 13,000 copies. 13,013. I got to preference that because uh, number six also sold 13,000. And uh, let's continue on with number six. With Massive by BAP. This is a Korean band, if I'm remembering correctly, right? Oh, BAP? Yes. They are a Korean group, a Korean boy band. Um, So I gave a couple of songs to listen to. And I've known who they are for a while. I'm not really big into Korean boy bands too much. I'm very particular. I like the two songs I heard of them, which were Hands Up and Honeymoon. I thought they were really, really good. And 
I didn't really know what to expect from Bat, I guess you could say. But I liked their voices. And I also like their, their music style because it's hip hop R and B. They they had it, it was good. The two songs I heard were good, and it's enough for me to actually want to check the rest of this album out. So I, I'm kind of glad to see them on there in a way. You know, it's it's interesting because this is actually their Korean album, not like a Japanese edition of it. So I feel like they have a decent following. I know they got a big following in the U.S. because they did a U.S. tour a couple years ago. So. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy that you get uh, you were able to listen to this. Uh, like, yeah, like I, I liked what I heard. I'm not really the boy Korean boy band audience. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm not. I'm very particular in which ones I end up liking. I'll listen to. I like more girl bands. So I love Korean girl bands, but boy bands, I'm a little iffy on. But I actually really like them. So, and I haven't loved the Korean boy band since Big Bang. But I think, I think Korean girl bands tend to be more popular than the boy bands, at least in America. Because like if, if I'm on like that the depends. internet, people are talking about Korean bands, like it's always the girl groups that I see. Like like in, oh, in yeah. Japan, it yeah, seems yeah, like the boy bands are more popular. But yeah, like Girls Generation, I know is huge. Oh yeah, and BAP is pretty good. I know when they had their concert here, they did one in New York. I think they did one in Texas. They did one in Chicago. They did one in LA. Because a friend of mine went to all of them. Jeez. So, Jeez. but they had yeah. I don't know how. She had the BAP. Didn't she? Yes. Um. So that's how I know of them is because of that, you know. And I didn't know of them and. Till you know years ago I heard their name but listening to them I can see why they're popular so yeah they sold a wonderful 13,792 copies not too shabby at all Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and now continuing on to number 5 the 25th Le anniversary live which is Lark and Seals. Sorry, Le Arc and Seal. It's the 25th anniversary concert. It's the live it's the recording of the live concert. And I am very happy that they did do uh Ready Steady Go and Driver's High. Mm-hmm. Those <laughs> are probably some of my two favorite songs. Yeah. Were they the ones that did Can't Ready Steady Go? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I love that song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When uh, when they came to Hawaii for their world tour, um, they sung that song, and me and my friend went crazy because I was like, "Up, oh, uh, this is probably only the only song I know by them." <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, that sold a wonderful twenty thousand copies. Not too. I'm I'm happy for them. Uh, they there's twenty five years. This is nothing to sneeze at. Nope. So, and Hyde, man. If I saw that again, Hyde would be in the running for the most concerts I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, continuing on to number four. It is Fate Grand Order Original Soundtrack 2. And um, Gray, I think you can fill me in a little bit on what this soundtrack is. I mean, all I know is it's a cell phone game. Uh, part of the well, series. for the for the for the, for the Fate series, mostly yeah. because I I just don't know what Fate is. Yeah, they did a cell phone <laughs> game for it, and then they did an anime, which was a short thirty minute like oh, episode, Grand... and it was more of a promotion for the game. I was gonna say, did Grand Order so. get an anime? Yeah, they. Yeah, it did. Oh. It did. It came out in America last August, but it's only thirty minutes, so it's more of a promotion for the game than anything. Wow. Well. So oh, it, it's so literally OBA just like one episode. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's basically an OBA. I still need to get because I, I wanted to, to buy it. Half of Fate Apocrypha, but. Yeah, I wanted to buy Grand Order, but seventy dollars for one episode is a little much, especially if it's just lead up to the game that I probably won't play. A little, a little much. That's absurd. Oh, dude, you should see how much I played for a few Aniplex titles. But I won't pay that for that. I have some limit. So. When, well, I, also, I used to always complain about anime prices in America. And then I went to Japan. And I shut up real yep. quick. <laughs> I was it, like, yep, and a lot of people like, I see complain about it here. And you see how much it costs over there. I'm one of the people who argues. But yes, it, I mean, they did a little anime of it. And it's a steep price to pay for it. I like the cover looks awesome. I think it comes with a soundtrack, but I still cannot pay that much, you know, for 30 minutes. I'm glad to see the soundtrack made it though. So it must be a pretty popular game. Yeah, I think so. Excuse me. I think the, the fate series has a really popular, um, following in Japan. I know it's pretty big, so. I'm not entirely surprised this is up here, but yeah, I, I mostly just watch the anime <laughs> when I can, because <laughs> the anime is amazing. But yeah, that sold a wonderful 26,000 copies, a three-disc set. I'm pretty surprised. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, going on to number three, Highway Star by Exile the Second. I really like this album. <laughs> I'm just going to preference that much. Um, I did not listen to much of Exile the Second stuff beforehand. I mean, they did appear on a couple of things here and there through um, Exile's main channels. But oh my goodness, number four, Summer Love is probably my favorite favorite song and number six um excuse my french but it is on the on the uh soundtrack itself it's called sex me up featuring deep <laughs> <laughs> i might have to check this album out i've not got a chance to listen to it yet yes, young forever is always is is also pretty good but <laughs> the, the the song title just threw me off six me up and you know it's very uncomfortable when they start singing this in english when you're at work and people look at you like why are you listening to this <laughs> are they saying what i think they're saying yes yes go away 
go go away thank you thank you go go bye yeah some summer love is summer lover is really good i would highly recommend if you guys need to listen to any song from that route 66 summer love sex me up and young forever that's probably my four favorite songs on this but yeah it's so they very good Thirty-four thousand copies i'm quite happy um because this is when there are subgroups from within XL itself that like the other the um, the other generations and the other brother and e girls and stuff like that. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. happy that XL the second is actually doing fairly well. But I, I agree. Continuing on to number two. Zero plus one equals one. I promise you. Second mini album by one on one. That that's the correct math, right? <laughs> uh, yes. Y- y- yeah. Zero, nothing plus they are. one equals one. Yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like... thinking they're up. Oh, they're a Korean band. They're a Korean boy band made up of. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. It looks like eleven members. It says they they were formed through survival competition series produced one oh one. In which one hundred trees uh, were uh represented through various agencies and then eleven were shown. Hmm. Interesting. Their debut was one times one equals one, and one minus one equals zero. I guess this is a thing where they include they love basic one. arithmetic, don't they? I guess they. <laughs> they, they, they Bare basic they arithmetic. <laughs> and then there's another one called one times one equals one. Uh, They're not wrong. And one. Yeah, I think they tried to do the 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 thing where they have the 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 number eleven within the title. Yeah, I think so too. Or at least two ones. I wouldn't know. I'm I'm putting more thought into this than I ever thought I would. <laughs> yeah, not yeah yeah. I haven't checked them out yet, but I might out of curiosity. We'll see. Okay, I can't, I can't sell you on that. But yeah, it did very well in Japan. Forty thousand copies is nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. Pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, finally to our number one album of this week, it is Sakana Zukan, Book of Fishes by Sakana Action. And if you saw me tweet out earlier in the week, my favorite song, Native Dancer. I love that song. (laughs) The the music video is really good, too. Get to see some sweet, sweet foot dancing. (laughs) (laughs) And if you guys don't know what is Sakana Action, uh, Sakana Action is a, I guess, a hybrid pop and techno or a rock and techno band. And this is their best of book, books of fish. 
lot of the earlier stuff was more rock in, invested, which a little bit of techno. Now it's the, pretty much the opposite. Just the constant change of um, music, I guess. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy for this. I really liked it. And it actually includes a book of different fishes that you can possibly find when you're fishing out in Japan. Each page has different fishes. So I'm kind of happy about that, that they kept in theme. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, I, that's I wonder so what it, page they put the goldfish on. Uh, probably number one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that sold a wonderful 72,000 copies. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for it. Um, besides... Besides Native Dancer, probably my second favorite song, it is uh, Kimi Tohana, which is their eighth song on the first disc. Yeah. But I love a couple of their earlier stuff, but the later stuff too is a really good, just to infuse of techno. But yeah, with that, just we are done with the Oricon. And uh, do we have a couple announcements that we wanted to bring up to everyone? Yes, we actually did. So we have a date set for the Code of Cree podcast. Drum roll. It is April 27th. Whoa. Er, I can't wait. Yes, April 27th. So. Yes, I am too. Uh, sorry, it's taking a little while to get this going. I, you know, I, I want it to be as good as the scandal one. So, and I think it will be, and it'll also give us all time to review her discography. Kodakumi has a huge discography. So I know it takes a while to go through things. So yes. I'm super excited about this, and I think it'll be a great show. Yeah. And then just a couple other things that uh, we kind of want to announce. Um, we are going to have an official website pretty soon. I want to say around the time the Kodokumi episode, we'll probably penton everything down. And we'll go into depth about that a little bit later when we uh, get to that episode. And we'll talk about our new artists that will be going into depth also after the Kodokumi episode. So I'm very excited about that. I've been, we've been all working up to this for a while. And also the week that we're doing the Kodakumi episode uh, will be a special week because we will be doing two episodes that week instead of just one. We're going to do our standard regular episode, so we're not going to miss a week. We'll have all the news, and the Oricon and everything, and then... The next day, we will be doing the Kodakumi episode. Uh, the standard episode will be a day earlier than the usual s scheduled episode. So yes. do look forward to two episodes that week. So you still get your news and your, your fix and seeing what's hot in Japan. Yes. And then if they want to reach us... Where can you reach us at, uh, there, Luna? You can reach us at Ongaku to you on Twitter. 
we try to keep up with posting some of the latest news and you know some what's going on what we're listening to you can also email us at ongaku to you at gmail.com if you guys have any feedback questions or any suggestions feel free to e- email us and let us know we would be happy to hear from you uh any anything else guys actually yes there's well, something think, uh... Oh. There's something I want to talk about, and I waited specifically till the end of the episode to talk about it because I didn't want the episode to be a downer. And I guess I should have gave you guys a heads up, but it is how it is. Um, I'm certain um, you two know, um, just in case anyone is unaware, um, the news of Isao Takahata's passing um, came out last night. And I, mm-hmm. I can, I know with fair certainty that I, that the three of us are probably really feeling it. Um, I love Isao Takahata. His movies are incredible. And I just want to say as a show that our thoughts and prayers are with the family. Um, I mean, he was in his olden years, but death, no matter what age is always hard to deal with. So um it's sad news um but he lived a good life and he made some incredible movies to remember him by and i i think um if you've never seen an isao takahata movie don't let grave of the fireflies be your first because that is a rough watch Amazing movie. I, I, I will cry your eye out. I, I think Grave of the Fireflies should be required viewing for anybody because of just how impactful that film is. But if it's your first Isao Takahata movie, you might want to start with something a little lighter, like Pom Poco, which also has a really yeah. sad ending. <laughs> but it, it's, it's um, a lot I'll... more lighthearted. And if you guys are a little bit, if you guys don't really know who he is, um, he 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 was the co-founder of St- Studio Ghibli. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm kind of breaking up while uh, reading this. Um, studio Ghibli is the the main studio that did um, Totoro and a, a lot away. of very, Spirited Away and okay. um, How's Moving Castle. Yeah, well, okay, and a lot of um, prominent anime films in the that were brought over from Japan to America. Um, if you guys do want to um, actually watch a film by him, um, Tales of Princess Kaguya, which is the probably the most, I guess, the most acclaimed one because it did earn a Academy Award nomination. Back in 2014, mm-hmm. you guys should watch that. Um, so we are um, we are deeply impacted by this. Mm-hmm. I was very we wish, upset. We wish all the best to his family and all the colleagues. And yeah, yeah. Like I know it's very not music related, but I felt I felt it'd be a disservice to not address it. So, mm-hmm. it yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crappy, but 
But yeah, to, uh, on that I, note, I need, I need a beer. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Ongaku to You. I'm your host, Ken. You guys have a wonderful day. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day and evening. This is Luna signing off for tonight. And you guys have a good week. Later. <laughs>